Hello and welcome back to another episode of Keep Going Growing with me, your host, Neve Stone. Thanks for tuning in and for supporting the podcast. I hope you're having a good day, a good week, and I'm just so excited to have you listening. Today's episode is going to be all about reading, which I know isn't everyone's favourite thing, but I'm hoping that I can inspire you to read and maybe if you're in a bit of a reading slump, this episode will help you get back on track. I just want to say that for the record, I'm I'm not someone who reads loads of books and I get in reading slumps frequently where I just don't read for weeks, but I've been using this podcast to hold myself accountable and make sure I read so that I can do a book update each week for you guys, which I hope you enjoy. But please don't think I'm speeding through loads of books. I'm just someone who always tries to have a book on the go. And I think reading is just really important and beneficial. So that's why I always try to include a book update. But I would never want anyone to feel bad about their amount of reading. We're all different and read at different paces. And yeah, some of us have more time than others and such. But the whole point of reading should be for growth and enjoyment. And I don't want it to be another aspect of our lives where we feel lots of pressure. Maybe you only read in the summer or read in the holidays. And whatever you do is totally okay. As long as it works for you. I want us all to learn about the benefits of reading and just the benefits reading can give us and how we can make more time to read if that's something we want to do. Reading isn't everyone's thing but I know that a lot of people experience the benefits and find it helpful for their mental well-being. I won't be talking about specific books in this episode as I've already made a whole podcast episode talking about my reading recommendations so maybe have a scroll through my episodes back to that if you would like to hear about you know specific books to read. I will link the episode as well in the notes, in the episode notes, so you can find it a bit easier. Um, But before we get into the main bulk of the episode, I just wanted to also say a massive thank you just to everyone who has sent me just lovely messages and they, you know, telling me they've been listening and enjoying the podcast. It really means so much to me. It makes me so, so happy. So yeah, just thank you so much. So this week's quote, remember your words can plant gardens or burn whole forests down. I love this quote because it really shows the value of our words and the impact they can have, which I just thought was really relevant to an episode all about reading and of course books are made up of, you know, individual words. And just words have so much power and we can either use them to build people up or tear them down. And I really don't want to be harming anyone with my words and I want to speak in a way that encourages those around me and helps them. I try to be very mindful and purposeful with my words, especially in this podcast, because The way we speak determines how people view us. When given the choice, it just seems obvious that we would want to use our words to build others up and support them, but we don't always do this. So let's just be thinking before we speak. Remember that our words can impact others and how they feel. And yeah, so the quote was, remember your words can plant gardens or burn whole forests down. I post all these quotes over on the podcast Instagram story over on at keepgng underscore podcast and you can just have a little look through my quotes highlights see any quotes from any of my previous episodes they're all over there. Okay so book update. I've finished White Teeth by Zadie Smith. Finally I feel like this book I feel like I've been reading this forever I feel like I've told you guys about this book so much and I couldn't even tell you what it's about. It's like a big old 
chunky 500 page book biggest book I've read in a long time and I still couldn't tell you anything that happens because it basically nothing happens I don't really recommend this book I'd be interested to see what other people think about this book so if you've read it get in touch with me let me know what you think but personally this book is not one of my favorites at all it was confusing I didn't always understand what was happening I liked how the plots all came together at the end because honestly for most of the book everything felt very like unrelated and all the plots felt very like separate and I was like how does this link and then they all came together at the end in like a weird way so yeah there was also a lot of historical information and like scientific information and explanation which was interesting but like I don't think I understood any of it it was just kind of confusing like I think that's why I found the book confusing there was a lot of information and I don't know I don't know how the information was relevant (laughs) I don't know as I say I wouldn't really recommend this book it's a big read like it takes a long time to get through and I still couldn't really tell you what happened I couldn't even tell you what the book's about a bunch of people living in London just living their lives um I mean it does explore themes of like immigration and segregation and race and ethnicity and that's quite interesting but I don't really know what what else it kind of looks at yeah looks into sort of identity and I don't know my next read though is going to be The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo by Taylor Jenkins Reid um so I'm looking forward to reading that I've heard really good things about it and I've bought that on my kindle and I'm excited to start using my kindle and then um life update you can probably already hear from my voice I don't know I'm quite self-conscious about it but I've really not been very well this last week um yeah as I say you can probably hear in my voice I'm very sort of stuffy and yeah I'm feeling a lot better today um but I'm still not you know 100% but I'm very glad to be feeling a lot better than I have been the last few days I'm also in isolation, so I really haven't been up to very much other than lots of lateral flows and PCR tests. I think everyone at the test centre knows me and my family now. Uh, (laughs) I've been watching La Casa de Papel season five. I've really been loving that. That's been getting me through isolation. Unfortunately, there's only five episodes in it, though. And I think that's the end of the whole like the whole series, um, the whole thing. So. I'm looking forward to, I've got like one episode left, I'm looking forward to the big ending. Um, I also realised today that there's new episodes of Riverdale that I haven't seen yet, so I'm going to be watching those. I I don't know why, I thought season five of Riverdale, is it season five? I think it is, I thought it was over, but apparently it's not, I think they just took a break, um, because there's new episodes, like two new episodes I haven't seen, so a bit confusing, but I know everyone hates Riverdale, but it's going to get me through my isolation. <laughs> I, I'm very into Riverdale. I'm, I still like it, although it's a very strange show. Like, it does have some questionable, like, things in it. Like, I'm not saying it's a good show. It's definitely, like, just trashy TV. But it, I am, I do find it, like, engaging. I do, I do enjoy. Um, mainly, I'm just laughing at it most of the time. Um, <laughs> unpopular opinion. Um, but Riverdale is actually, like, funny to watch and yeah as I say I just haven't been up to a huge amount um I've been packing for uni 
as I should hopefully be leaving soon for university. Um, I'm going to the University of Edinburgh. I am very excited and yeah, obviously I'll, I'll keep you guys updated on how it all goes. I'm just really looking forward to it. So let's let's just get into it. What are the benefits of reading? I was like so pleasantly surprised at the amount of benefits. I just hadn't even comprehended. Some of these are ones that I thought of, but then I obviously did some further research and yeah, very pleasantly surprised at the amount of benefits. So some I knew about already, but then I realized there's just so many benefits and it's just really, really encouraged me to read, got me out of my reading slump that I was I was definitely in. So yeah, the benefits. The first benefit, reading gives you time to just slow down and take a break from thinking and stressing about everything. You can take a break and dive into a new world or place or be transported in time and you just have a mental break where you're not thinking about anything else. You're just focusing on the book. And yeah, you know, you might be reading Harry Potter and you might be in that world of magic and it's just so different to our own lives or you might be reading you know about a book set in the Tudor times and learning about that and being a part of that world and yeah I just think it can be such a good mental break we can just stop thinking and stressing about everything going on in our own lives because we're always just our brains are always just going at 100 miles per hour but we can just take a moment to just slow down take a break give our minds a break just focus on the book dive into that and just yeah have a break from just thinking about everything, worrying about everything and having to plan everything out. The next benefit is that when we read before bed, we sleep better and we feel more well rested in the morning rather than like if we go on our phones before bed, like the blue light keeps us awake and we don't get as good sleep. We're more restless and yeah, with restless sleeps, we wake up feeling more tired and this is something I definitely struggle with. I really try to implement reading before bed and sometimes I'm successful and other times I'm not. Sometimes, like, it sounds stupid, but, like, sometimes I feel too tired to read. I'm, like, I just, it's so much easier just to sit and scroll through TikTok. Like, it's just so much easier to do that than to, like, pick up my book and, I don't know, just me being lazy. But it's so much better for you to be, like, reading before bed. And, it yeah, it leads to better sleep. It, like, just calms down your mind, helps you to sort of switch off like I said earlier, stops you from sort of thinking and worrying about everything for the next day. And then you just, you know, you feel much more calm, relaxed, and you sleep better, you wake up feeling more well rested. And there's definitely some science behind that, but I I do not know what that science is. <laughs> the next the next benefit is that you can have a sort of community element to reading, you know, if that's something you want, if that's something you choose. There are so many like book clubs and such. And yeah, there can be that social element, which is, as I say, if that's something you want, if that encourages you to read, if that's something you enjoy, if you like talking about books with other people, then yeah, book clubs are great because you obviously all, you read the same book, then you're able to chat and discuss it and just meet up and yeah, you have that thing in common and then obviously you just, you know, talk about other things as well. But yeah, it's got that nice social element as well. You can talk with, you know, like-minded or not so like-minded people and you can get different opinions and you can see the book from different perspectives and you can share your opinion and your thoughts on the book. And yeah, you gain that new insight because everybody reads it and they, 
you know, they read it in a slightly different way from their own lenses, their own perspective. Which is that's so interesting and cool. And then you can understand the book even better by hearing their opinions. So another benefit is that you can just use it as time for yourself to be alone. And like I said earlier, just slowing down, taking a break. Life is so busy and it just gives you some tranquility, some quiet time away from your phone, away from just the busyness of life. You can just sit, enjoy your own company. You can you can just go somewhere that, you know, get all wrapped up in a blanket, get all comfortable, just slow down. And yeah, just be be on your own because, you know, some of us want that social element, but sometimes we just need time to be by ourselves. We need time to recharge. We just need time to, yeah, just be quiet, be on our own, just take a break from all the, the noisiness of every day. Just be quiet, have that tranquility, that peace, that calm. Yeah, just to recharge. It's so important for us when, you know, we're go, go, go all the time. So, yeah, kind of similar to the point I said earlier, but, yeah, just taking it as time to be alone and not feel that you always have to have others' company because, yeah, sometimes we all just need a moment to be on our own and that's okay. We can all take time out just to be on our own and, yeah, it just helps us to avoid burnout. Another another huge benefit of reading is that you like you widen your vocabulary. And you can learn new ideas and concepts. Reading is such a great way to learn. And yeah, you can learn about new things that you're interested in. So maybe something you know nothing about, or you can learn more about something you know lots about already. Just reading. There's books about literally everything. And you might be like, oh, well, I don't like reading. But there will definitely be a book out there for you. There'll be something, there'll be a book written about something you want to know about. You just have to you just have to find it. Maybe you're into fiction, maybe you're into non-fiction, but whatever it is, there will be something out there for you. I personally I really like fiction. I'm not a big fan of non-fiction unless it's something that I'm really interested in. I just find that I take forever to read non-fiction books. But anyway, I just think it's so great for learning. I've learned so much through reading books. And yeah, like I said, you widen your vocabulary, you learn more words, you're just reading more words, finding out about more words, seeing what context you use those words in, then you'll start using more words in your everyday life. And yeah, it's just a great way to learn reading. It's a great way to gain knowledge. And you know, knowledge is power. Nobody can take that knowledge away from you. It's also great for learning new languages. I know that obviously, if you do like a languages degree, you have to read books as part of that in you know the language that you're trying to learn and it's so good for just learning new languages seeing how different words are used and what the context is and I think it's just yeah it's just really good for learning languages as well and getting familiar with those words seeing how they're used and then when you won your vocabulary when you're learning more as a result it boosts your self-confidence because you have more knowledge, you feel more comfortable talking about different topics. And it also helps to improve your communication skills, which I just think is pretty cool. So yeah, boost your self-confidence because you're like, yeah, well, I do know about this. I want to talk about this and helps you to build relationships with other people. And it helps you to improve your communication skills because maybe you're learning a new language. Maybe you're just widening your vocabulary in your own language. And that helps you maybe in your job, for example, helps your writing skills. It helps you because you've got more words at your disposal and it helps you communicate better with others and to understand them because you just, you know more words, you know more things. You've widened your vocabulary and your just general understanding of life. 
another benefit is that apparently this is something I found out but people who read are apparently much more productive and most successful people like Oprah you know she's a pretty successful lady apparently she reads for at least half an hour before bed every night so the most successful people out there I mean I'm assuming that we all want to be successful in one way or another maybe we don't all want to be famous but we all want to do well at whatever it is we do so yeah apparently people who read are just far more productive and get things done and yeah I obviously did a whole episode last week about productivity which if you haven't listened to yet then definitely go and give that a listen I think it was I think it was good I I hope you agree but um yeah anyway getting off topic just shouting out my own podcast my own episode but yeah people who read are more productive and I think a lot of us (laughs) like to be productive I know that I feel good when I'm being productive I don't like wasting time but anyway the next benefit is that apparently (laughs) I'm saying apparently because like I I found these online I was doing some research and different people have said this so yeah but anyway it helps to boost creativity the more you read the more creative you are and if you if you do a creative job then obviously you want to be having lots of creative energy and yeah creativity can be really great and maybe you don't do a creative job but you have creative hobbies and you just enjoy being creative and it helps to boost our creativity we get more ideas we get more inspiration because anything music art whatever it is we always are influenced by other people and other work and the more that we are exposing ourselves to through books through reading the more creative we become, the more inspiration we have. And it can really help if you're in like a creative slump and yeah, you just don't know what to do. And obviously if you're a writer, then you will get lots of inspiration. It's important when you're doing something, you know, like journalism, like writing stories, if you're a creative writer, whatever it is, if you're in that creative sort of writing field, you need to be finding inspiration like for this podcast I listen to lots of other podcasts in order to get inspiration in order to improve my podcast and it's the same if you are writing about things you need to be reading what other people have written about these things and gaining inspiration and insight from them so yeah helps boost our creativity and if you're someone who does writing then it will help boost your creativity in your writing especially you can take bits and pieces from different things and build up your own original idea from that we're all influenced by other people's work. Another benefit of reading is that it gives you that mental stimulation and it keeps us using the muscle that is our brain. We have to exercise the brain just like any other muscle. It's a muscle. So we need to be using it. And reading is a great way to do this. And it's a pretty, pretty easy way to do this. We need that mental stimulation. And yeah, we need to be exercising our brain muscle. The more we use our brain, the more healthy it is, the more it can do. We need to be exercising that muscle. And I think that mental stimulation now leads to greater cognitive functions in the future. And there's definitely links between that, especially in older people. So reading now is going to help your cognitive functioning in the future. That's pretty cool. So another benefit is that reading reduces stress. Now, if you're someone like me who seems to spend a lot of time being stressed... You're, you're always looking for ways to reduce those stress levels. And reading is such a great way to do this. 
Just 30 minutes of reading can lower your blood pressure, your heart rate and feelings of psychological distress. So just 30 minutes can do all of that. It can have like literal physical impacts on your body and help you just calm down and de-stress. Reading is apparently the best way to reduce stress. It is better than taking a walk, having a cup of tea or coffee or playing video games. Apparently one researcher found it's the best way to reduce stress. Obviously, it can be dependent on the individual, but it seems that on a wide group of people, it was found that, yeah, reading was the best way to reduce stress. So if you're feeling stressed out lately, maybe you need to pick up a book. Hopefully that will help you. Obviously, it's not going to remove all of your stress suddenly, but hopefully it will help you to take a bit of a break from being stressed and just de-stress and calm down. But yeah, people who read definitely still get stressed, so don't get me wrong. But yeah, The study also found that even six minutes of reading can be enough to reduce stress levels by more than two thirds. So, yeah, as I say, stress can be really difficult. It can really take a toll on us. So, you know, if you're finding things very stressful and difficult, maybe try reading. And yeah, like I say, it's not going to remove all of that stress from your life. But hopefully it will just be a way to help you through it and help you to de-stress, especially before bed. So your mind is slowing down and you're able to sleep better. So another benefit of reading, so it improves your memory. Every new memory you create forges new brain pathways and strengthens existing ones, which assists in short-term memory recall as well as stabilizing moods. So yeah, basically, that all sounded quite fancy. I found that online. But basically, when we read, it improves our memory because we're having to remember different things about the characters, about the places, about the storyline. have to go back to things that have happened previously. So it's helping to just strengthen our memory and improve our memory. And this is great because, yeah, each memory, it creates these new brain pathways and it strengthens the existing ones. And like I said, it's exercising that muscle that is our brain. And this helps with short-term memory recall. It helps us to recall things better. This is great for, you know, exams or when we just need to remember things in general life. It also helps with stabilising moods, the more brain pathways we have, apparently. So yeah, that's that's great. Another benefit of reading is it can help improve focus and concentration because you're focused on one thing at a time. When you're reading, sometimes your mind wanders, but if you're truly just focusing on that book and you're fully just reading and focusing on that, it will help with your concentration because you're focusing on one thing at a time. So often in life we're, you know, looking at one thing, but we're also looking at our phone and then we're just listening to other things going on in the background and our minds just going in a hundred different ways thinking about so many different things what are you gonna have for dinner oh well, why did I say that thing yesterday oh tomorrow I need to do this oh I need to make sure I do that before I go to bed all of these things and you're just thinking about so many things but when you're reading you're just focused on that one thing you're in that story and yeah sometimes our minds our minds do wander but most of the time when we're reading we're able to really just focus on that thing and that yeah it helps to improve our focus and concentration in other aspects of our life. Apparently as well, those who read on the way to work are far more focused at work. So if you're reading on your commute to work, apparently that means that during the day when you're actually then working, you're more focused because you sort of able to focus on one thing at a time because that's how you started off your day. So that's that's pretty cool. Apparently it also improves your ability to empathise, which is really cool. 
We want to be empathising with others. And when we read stories that, you know, we explore characters' inner lives and emotions and we read about things that maybe things we haven't personally experienced but maybe other people have and our ability to understand others' feelings and views improve. We have greater insight into other people's lives, whether it's a true story or not. We're still learning about different emotions and experiencing those through reading. So then we're able to empathise better with the people in our lives, which is great. That's what we want to be doing. We all want to be around more empathetic people because, yeah, they're able to empathise with us. They're able to understand us. We feel understood. We feel cared for. So, yeah, other people want to be around us more if we're able to empathise with them better. And all it takes is just reading reading a book to do that. And that's great. It makes us better with our with our soft skills as you would as you would say in like a job interview another benefit i think it's the last one i'm going to say about reading is it helps you to spend time outside now this is obviously personal but yeah this is one that i've written because personally i like reading outside in the summer and reading encourages me to sit outside for hours in nature which i wouldn't do otherwise i would maybe just stay inside doing something else and you can go to a nice park or a nice forest and you just take your book along where normally you wouldn't just sit in that park for hours but you take your book and it encourages you just to be outside be in nature which as I say you don't normally have that much of a reason to do otherwise so I think it's great it encourages us to spend time outside in new settings new surroundings so yeah obviously that's maybe more personal to me but I know a lot of other people like reading outside so yeah it encourages us to be outside and that's great great to get a bit of fresh air and vitamin d okay so next i'm going to just focus a little bit on how can we read more not going to talk about it for too long but just maybe if you've listened to this so far and thought wow there's so many benefits to reading maybe you want to make me reading more of a priority in your life and yeah maybe just want to read a bit more so Here are some ways that I think we can do that. The first one is to keep a book in places where you maybe tend to get bored and reach for your phone, such as maybe your bedroom, your living room, by your bed, like in your bedroom, I don't know, on the dinner table, wherever you're often bored. And you maybe find yourself scrolling through your phone and you'd rather be spending those few minutes reading. So yeah, just make it as easy as possible to read by putting books in those places so you don't have the excuse of being like, oh my books downstairs or upstairs or whatever and yeah eliminate those distractions and when you tend to get bored and just start scrolling put a book in that location maybe leave it open make it really accessible so that you don't have any excuses to not do it the next thing is to put your phone in a different room to charge at night or just maybe on the other side of your room maybe get a traditional alarm clock so that you know you're not you know, just using your phone as alarm clock and then you just end up going on it first thing in the morning. But maybe, yeah, put put your phone on the other side of the room, put it in another room, use a different alarm. And then when it goes off, you can read in the morning. So, you know, just take five minutes to just wake up, stretch and read your book. And, you know, that's a really nice relaxing start to the day rather than, you know, taking in all that information from our phones, going on the news and just thinking about all the things we've got to do for the day, making our to-do lists. No, just wake up slowly, read our book, you know, if we have time to do that, maybe wake up a bit earlier so that you have more time to just read and just 
wake up slowly, don't have to be jumping straight out of bed. And yeah, so rather than going on our phone first thing in the morning, which I'm sure a lot of us do, I know that I often do that, but I've really consciously been trying to read in the morning when I'm waking up and just like laying in bed for five minutes before, you know, properly getting up for the day. So yeah, those five minutes can be really peaceful and nice way to wake up reading your book. The next thing is to, of course, actually find a topic you're interested in or a story that seems interesting to you, you know, whether you read nonfiction or fiction, just find something that you're actually genuinely excited about reading, something you're actually interested in. Just, yeah, don't force yourself to keep reading things that you don't enjoy. If you started reading a book and it's just putting you into a major slump and you're not enjoying it, you're not getting through it, just move on to something else or maybe read two things at the same time. I often have, you know, a fiction and a nonfiction book on the go at the same time. So, yeah, actually choose something that you want to read because that's obviously going to motivate you to read more because you actually want to read it. And if something just isn't for you, don't force yourself to keep reading it because that's going to make you resent reading and not enjoy it. Just actually read things that you want to read. The next thing is just to make reading a priority. Put it on your to-do list. Sometimes I have like, you know, on my to-do list, read one chapter of your book today. And I have to do that. You know, it's on my to-do list. I've got to get it done. Find your personal way to prioritize it. Maybe you have a routine. Set a time in it, in that routine for each day. So you make sure it gets done as part of that morning routine or your evening routine, you know. Maybe you brush your teeth, maybe you floss and then you go and read your book and then you do some yoga and then you go to sleep. I don't know, whatever your evening routine is. But factor reading into that routine so that you're making sure that you're getting it done. Just whatever way you have to prioritize it, to-do list or just part of a routine or whatever, then you're making sure that you're getting it done each day. Or maybe, yeah, see where you have a spare moment. That's my next point. See where you have a spare moment, like on your commute to work, maybe your lunch break at work and yeah just take a book with you so that instead of just like going through your phone answering emails during that time you're taking those spare moments that you have anyway to read you have to go on the train anyway so it's like well I may as well use that time to read my book that can be my time of the day when I read because you know we're all busy we all have lots of stuff going on so maybe you don't have to factor it in as an extra thing but see where you can you already have time where you could be incorporating it into your life where you have a spare moment anyway the next thing is to like you know if you like that social element then join a book group I talked about book groups earlier they can be really great really fun and it can help you feel more encouraged to read and you feel part of a community and you think oh well you know in two weeks we're meeting up and I want to make sure that I've read the book by then because I want to be able to discuss it with everyone And then it puts that sort of gentle pressure on you to read. And then, yeah, it means you're actually prioritizing it. You're actually reading it. And that's not for everyone. But I know that a lot of people really enjoy book groups. And yeah, it's a great way to motivate you to read. And also, you know, you each take it in turns to recommend books. And then you'll be reading lots of different things and getting that variety. So yeah, you have your little book community. You can all talk about it together and recommend each other books and such. And you'd be reading things that otherwise you may not be reading. The next thing is just find a comfy spot, find a nice armchair or wherever by your fire, I don't know, just find a comfy spot where you can curl up and read, just make it a really nice experience, you know, just associate reading with, you know, being warm and snuggly and whatever it is that makes it like nicer for you, like I know that I have a little chair in my garden that I like to sit 
I like to sit there in the summer in the evening and read and that's just like my special place to go and read and yeah it's just yeah I think finding those spaces where you're like okay I'm gonna sit here and read this is my little reading spot just those little things make such a difference and the last thing my last tip for reading more is to just keep a book in your bag so you know or maybe you have a Kindle, just keeping that on you all the time, keeping your Kindle charged up, just keeping your book in your bag so that in those unexpected moments where you have free time and you're just waiting, you can read rather than just scrolling through your phone, such as such as on the train platform. You might be waiting for your train for a while. Maybe you have 10 minutes to sit and read or I'm just scrolling through your phone. Your book's already in your bag, so you're like, okay, well, I've got a spare moment now. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read it. Maybe you're in the waiting room at the doctor's or the dentist or something, and you know they're running late and you've got a bunch of time you just take your book out of your bag and just read it and time will fly and then yeah just keeping your book your book on you so then when you have those spare moments that you know you can't really prepare for you don't know you're going to have them but then you've just got your book on you so you're taking those moments to read rather than you know we normally just sit and scroll through our phones but yeah it's a good time to actually be reading you know as long as your book's not super heavy and like weighing you down in your bag I think that's why Kindles are great because they're so, you know, lightweight. Thank you so, so much for listening to this episode all about reading and its benefits. I just really hope you feel inspired to keep reading or maybe start reading and just to pick a book off the shelf. I know that I've really felt these benefits from reading. I've really felt them personally. And the more I was researching it, I was like, yeah, I totally relate to that. I definitely have noticed that. And like I said earlier, definitely go and check out my episode because I've made a whole podcast episode about what to read and my reading recommendations called Something to Read. And I think I made it in July, so not very long ago. Um, Yeah, which you can find if you scroll through my my previous episodes and yeah maybe give that a listen if you're looking for some recommendations you feel inspired to read and now you're like but what do I read so yeah I talk about specific books and you know what they're about in that episode and why I like them and yeah maybe you can feel inspired and it can help you if you want to get into reading and yeah it can help you get started with some recommendations because there's just you know so many books out there but yeah in that episode something to read I talk much more specifically all about you know specific books certain books that I like and I've read I'll also link that episode in the episode notes for this episode so you can find it a bit easier and I also make lots of videos about books over on Instagram and TikTok where you can have a look at what I like reading and my handle for both Instagram and TikTok is at keepgng underscore podcast I will link my accounts in the episode notes like always so yeah please do go and follow me if you're interested in seeing my content it's not all just book content. I make lots of different content. But yeah, I also have a podcast email, which is keepgoingandgrowing.podcast at gmail.com, which will also be linked in the episode notes. Um, you can email me with any inquiries about the podcast or interest in being a guest on the podcast. If you're on the Apple Podcasts app, please don't forget to leave a rating and review for the podcast. This just really helps others to find my podcast. Just so you know, I post new episodes every Thursday. I hope you have a great day, a great week and stay safe. I'll see you next week with another episode. Bye.